Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler! Record of days! I wasn't even planning that. I just had the vibe. I just felt the like poor it. Poor compression is just like, ah, freaking out. <laughs> uh, episode 80. 80. That's, that's that pretty is good. a lot of episodes. That's at least a couple weeks. Yeah, at least two or three. I mean, that's a bit. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. A big shout out to our patrons this week. Alex for joining the crew. For everybody else that signed up for our Patreon, you guys are awesome. If you're curious what it is, it gets you access to the podcast after the podcast called After Dark, which is just us doing more of this. We just talk for more stuff and time. Yep. Huey's yep. almost guaranteed. Yep. But not completely guaranteed. There's no catch up in the beginning, though. So you do get to skip that. <laughs> <laughs> but it just turns into a much longer episode, sometimes of lawn. You just never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it could be exciting. But anyway, thank you guys for uh, for supporting the podcast. You guys are awesome. You can find more information down below if you're curious what it is. Also, I had to throw this in here because this was a very cool milestone that we hit this week, which was 100,000 downloads of forever exiled audio only that's so cool love it yeah that has nothing to do with the video the youtube side that's not even counting that this is literally just audio only download so you guys are awesome thank you big thank you big thank you yeah now hey just yeah this coming thursday you will have had your account for nine years you know specifically is when mine was made? April 29th, 2012. It's in your calendar. You joined in closed beta. I have it there, yeah. <laughs> Next, and, and you're in like this make-believe picture of like you're just in a bikini. Yeah, nice. It is. Um, April 29th, you joined closed beta. Yeah. It's 2021, wow, that's crazy. man. Yeah, it is. So you've, been, you're, you've almost been playing a decade. Almost. How was your that's week? crazy. Wow, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just going right to jump into, into this really quickly because... So Tyler and I do this every week and every Friday we meet up for this. Every Monday we try to hang out and play the game. And this week was weird because I ran into you in real life. <laughs> in public. In, in public. Oh. And I was laughing to my wife. I'm like, I'm going to tell him that it was odd. Like I, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to act. <laughs> uh, he was just there. And I was like, well, this isn't a Friday or a Monday. Can't and, talk POE because it'll ruin the podcast. Yeah, I don't have a mic in front of me anymore and a camera <laughs> and he's just standing here like, what do I say? Anyway, it was very funny running into you in a restaurant. Totally random because all you can do is pick up yeah. food right now. Yeah, it was funny. And in the city we live in, there's it's just like churches and restaurants. That's right. it. You get the choice of hundreds. Oh, and schools. If you don't like churches, schools or restaurants. Uh, find a different city it's just it's, so it's hilarious that we ended up there so anyway it's my wife's birthday week this week she had a birthday and uh, we're a single car family so i had to wait till she got home before i can go out and do any shopping unless i was going to buy something online but there was something i knew i wanted i wanted to look at it, it was some jewelry this time around she's buying her i don't have a job so she's buying this she just doesn't know this stuff so nice and of her so yeah very nice of her to buy it for her. and so anyway i went to um uh, some of the jewelry stores we have around Want to get a good look, bounce back and forth between them. They absolutely hated me. Um, but it's funny because, you know, I have to, like, we're a single car family. So I have to lie. Like, hey, yeah, just going to go get some groceries quick. And, uh, of course, I'm not getting groceries. And then I have to come up with some sort of stupid lies to why I didn't get groceries on my trip to get groceries. 
but it was fun. Obviously, she knows now and uh, had had her birthday, but it was funny. So I asked her what she wanted for, to eat, and she's like, oh, let's get some Red Robin. I'm like, sweet, right on. We're a burger family, hands down. So make the order. As soon as she gets home, I go pick it up. Then there's this ugly, ugly man standing there just waiting for his food. But it was kind of funny. It was like, oh, hey. It was so funny. I just, what are you doing today, <laughs> Just So you're waiting for your red robin, huh? But it was yeah. awesome because you and were you waiting long before me. <laughs> you were waiting long before <laughs> me, but because I have the complicated allergy order. Um, are you this guy? No. Okay. Are you here, guy? Yeah. Okay. We'll serve you first. I had actually showed up about five minutes early anyway. So I knew mine wasn't going to be ready, but mm. it was pretty funny that you're like, I'm just going to stand in front of you. And then they actually gave you your order first. I was like, mm. <laughs> You'll be, you'll be proud. Uh, I didn't completely reseed the whole lawn. Didn't really have time. It was super hot this whole week. Um, and then we're just going to get like two weeks straight of rain now, which is kind of nice. Uh, but I didn't have the opportunity to reseed. I didn't cut my lawn short enough to actually just overseed it. So beginning of May is a great time to overseed. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had some crabgrass really starting to dominate in certain areas of the front lawn. So I just like with the shovel just went right in there and dug it right out and then just oh, good for you. went over with um so there's no grass there just put some dirt on and some seed and so hopefully this week fixes it up the guy who does my la landscaping he told me that growing up his dad as a punishment would send him out to hand pick the crabgrass oh <laughs> i was like that is amazing parenting's changed hey <laughs> not allowed not being allowed to look bad at your kids so now. smart but it's kind of fun because my kids are riding around the scooter outside, nice weather, force them outside. And oh man, it's like music to my ears. They're riding their scooters and they're pretending they're on soft or medium tires. Violet's <laughs> like riding around. She's like, no, I'm going slow because I don't want to do any pit stops. Right. She's on mediums and Oliver's scooting around as fast as he can. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'm going to do as many pit stops as I want. I'm on side. And it was funny. They're they're doing that thing. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it's been a really good week. Nice and busy, but uh doing the stuff you want to do so it's kind of relaxing too how about you do you have a good week outside of seeing my gorgeous mug at the restaurant i had i had a good i had a good week i was super busy and i i felt great through the week i did some lawn <laughs> you and you're like i'm gonna live I, i'm forever. just gonna tell you every time i've i <laughs> i'm loving it I'm, I'm loving it but uh what else do we do i haven't had mcdonald's in a bit but no, but I'm loving it. Come on. I'm loving it. Goodness I me. Know. Learn. Watch commercials, I know what buddy. it is, but it's a commercial for McDonald's, buddy. It's fine. That's all Whatever. I was saying. Commercials God, are the best. Impossible. This is why I hate running into it in real life, too. seconds of tears or laughter. Oh, the best part, so though, good. in real life is how fast it is. I only saw you for like two minutes, and it was just an uncomfortable two minutes, but then I moved on. Still waiting for your week, bud. My, my week was good. I did uh, some lawn work. Did some lawn work. What did we do? I, I swear to God, this effing bunny. I got so <laughs> mad. I actually yelled at my wife while I was out on the lawn in the in the <laughs> evening cutting it that I was going to murder. Like my neighbors would have heard me for sure. I was like, I'm going to murder this bunny. I'm putting a trap up. If I find another goddamn apple on my yard or my grass or my... Because she's feeding this dumb thing. Yeah. It's probably got a lawn chair it way, comes ready back. to go and an umbrella. Yeah. There's a spot in one part of my lawn that I've been trying to get new growth because it just didn't seed properly last year when I redid the whole thing. And this damn bunny goes to that same spot every time and just like nibbles at the seed that's on the ground. Oh, I was so mad. I like chased the thing off and I told her I'm going to murder it. If it comes back and I find an apple or a carrot... 
on my lawn, I'm going to, I'm going to murder the bunny. I don't know how, but I'm going to find some way to just decapitate it. I'm going to leave its head on a pike to remind my family. <laughs> That's right in front of your three-year-old's bedroom. This is what happens. Right. When you, you mess with that in his lawn. Bunny. I also found out today, I did not take advantage of it yet, but I found out that one of the guys that does I don't know, maintenance type work in our, like we get him for a lot of different stuff. His wife apparently is a sales rep for Scott's. Just this year, she started as one of the sales reps. And I, and I overheard this and I was like, my mind was fighting so hard <laughs> not it, to explode. Keep it professional. I was like, keep it professional. you're at work, you're at work. These people are doing stuff for you. And hey, I was like, buddy. how do I get your wife's number? <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I have her number? I think we could make wonderful music. Uh, so <laughs> That's awesome. So you got you to find work, out. You I got to go. figure out how to work that one in because, I mean... That's all I'm waiting for. That's, <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Forever Exiled, featured by Scots. That's what we're waiting for. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, that was my week. My week was great. I watched some F1. I think, was that this week? F1 uh, this past week, Sunday? Last weekend. Awesome race. Yeah. That was after I think we recorded that that one think came so, out. Yep. And then there's another one, what, next next week. Next so maybe weekend. it wasn't actually. But yeah, my, my, week, my week was great. I had a good week. Got to play some PoE. And uh, got to do, my work was good. So how was your POE week? Whew. Well, guide rider in me had some stuff to do. Had uh, all my filter things to do. Um, that was nice. It was pretty stress-free. I think I talked about that last week though. So that was easy to apply. And then console came out this week. So I was able to apply those filters a little bit late. Life got in the way. So I couldn't do it during the downtime. But about four hours in to actual league launch, I uh, ended up getting the... Uh, the console filters posted, which was nice, and uh, that gives me a chance to just quickly double check my PC filters because that's released, you know, four or five days earlier, and there weren't any glitches as far as I was made aware, so it was nice. But guides, so it is kind of nice that we actually have some POE stuff to talk about because I have some after guide stuff. Like uh, we actually both played this week, and last league was really rough in performance. So I, you know, I'm the one that plays all league, and I didn't really play all league, so it's kind of cool. But so last league or uh this this reset just for core for all platforms they didn't refresh the map right all maps are the same same tier same everything it's nothing got reset so i didn't have to worry about any migrating issues that could happen you know what i mean there's been it hasn't happened for a while but you know anytime there was a major issue it kind of sticks with you right so there's been a couple times long ago where migrating my standard map stash tab to you know, the the local one or the current one, you know, cause some issues or you have to re-go and you have to start doing the map a certain way to unlock stuff in standard anyway. But there wasn't any of that. I didn't have to worry about it. Today, first time I touched the game on console, loaded the game up, took me 45 minutes to get nice sessions for all three of my guides to get some example videos recorded. And it was awesome to do it without the stresses of any migration issues. So that was really cool really really cool and uh, the guide's been doing well so i've been enjoying that i saw you streaming the gameplay from your xbox for your guides oh just this afternoon right yeah it yeah. didn't even go an hour yeah you didn't even read my chat and i knew you wouldn't because you said you wouldn't but i still chatted oh did you that's funny mm -hmm. oh good good stuff it was negativity towards console <laughs> negativity towards console i hope you got banned uh, but in terms of uh, my actual gameplay, I've been playing the league and enjoying it. I got to leveling was kind of slow with the build that I chose because uh, 
I'm so used to doing minions, but like only minions that, or even RF, but at that point, like you're not, any of those builds, you don't really have to worry about your weapon. It's just bonus coin for defense if you want it, while you're leveling anyway. And so I wasn't paying attention to upgrading my weapon and my build, I'm doing a champion um, that's doing blade storm, but I am doing minions, but that damage comes later. So it's blade storm that's taking me through it and it's melee damage, but I totally forgot about upgrading my weapon. I'm like, oh, I'm happy with this. And all of a sudden I'm doing paltry damage. I'm using a tabula and I'm like, okay, this build sucks because I can barely kill anything and I'm using a tabula. But I mean, the second I got this, a really crappy upgrade. It makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah, I know. 100%. It's so, so weird. Yeah. And it's the little things like no matter how long you've been playing, it's so easy to forget something small. So anyway, I did that, fixed up my weapon, finished the campaign. And this is the first league, Justin, ever, as far as I know, but I have a crappy memory. That without referencing any website or anything like that or any of my guides, because I always have to reference my guides, this is the first league where I got every quest skill point and every trial in the campaign just by doing it. I didn't have normally? to double check anything. Oh, okay. Well, I because without doing all the quests, I guess, like just by, okay, I think it's this one. And I think it's this one. And yeah, I think it's this area where the trial is. Nailed it. Feeling good. And... And I would like to emphasize that this is the first time I'm playing blind. Didn't have a POB ready to go. I'm like, okay, I just want to do this with this build. That's all I want to do. I want to do minions with the champ. How am I going to do that? And I just, I've spent all my regrets and passive points. I think I only have a couple left, but I love it. I've been having so much fun. I didn't even care about the numbers. After I want went to like... Actually, okay, this is what I have. I'm like level 70 now. Let's put it into path of building and see what's going on. Just so that I can remember the gems that I wanted that I've already chosen about. I haven't cared about numbers and the damage and survivability is fantastic. I chose every gem because I wanted it. It had nothing to do with it if it was better or worse in terms of damage or numbers. I just, I wanted because it did this. So I chose it and every single gem, even all the nodes on the tree, just absolutely love it. So it's a lot of fun. On a total side note, before you get into yours, this is just Bladestorm love. I love that Bladestorm, the storms that spin afterwards, they're, they're not dots, but they kind of act like dots. You cast a storm per se, and it stays there. Those count as you hitting. And I love that. Hmm. So for example, something like, and I mean, it that can benefit so many cool different mechanics. But for example, I'm using Summon Holy Relic. I, and I made sure I tested this because I really wanted to know for sure. I quickly went, you know, and had a storm kicking out there and I ran back. My summon holy relic kept flashing every time and I wasn't doing anything. I was away from combat, but it kept flashing because my storm was hitting and just love it. Sweet. So anyway, I've been having a great week. It's been a lot of fun. Finally made maps and we even did some co-op. We'll get into the whys of that, but we did some co-op just before the podcast too, which is a lot of fun. How was your week? P-O-E week. It was good once things got all settled with the servers and things got, you know, a little more playable. It was, uh, so I've had a great time. I mean, we're going to talk about Ultimatum, obviously. I, I have mostly positive things to say about the league. I think if you took out that first 24 hours, the league has run super smooth server-wise. I haven't had any complaints with how my connection's been. I do have some things more ultimatum based and actually just 314 based that we'll talk about later. But the game in general has been a lot of fun. My build has been tons of fun. 
I've been playing with uh, Val Ground Slam. Oh, and it's huge with your two, what are they called? Threshold Jewels or something? Yeah, so I have both of the Ground Slam Threshold Jewels, which gives you a 50% increased angle, which lets, the one benefit for that is, and it's actually really nice in the Ultimatums, because I don't have to purposely try to move my mouse as I'm running left to Ground Slam behind me. It, it kind of reaches everything. It's a weird play style though. Like, so I'm using Seismic Cry and Intimidating Cry as my two main war cries. But I have, it's almost like you have to play like a rotation to do your damage. It's not just, hey, just spam Ground Slam and you'll be fine. It's Seismic Cry, Ground Slam twice, Intimidating Cry, Ground Slam once. And then if you can Val Ground Slam twice, and then you do Seismic Cry and start over. Seismic Cry, two Ground Slams, uh, Intimidating Cry. And then if you don't have enough of the Vals, you just Ground Slam once and then Val Ground Slam. So it's a weird... That sounds horrible. I didn't like it in the beginning, but now my fingers have just gotten used to the combination of what how I'm doing them. That's really just to maximize the damage. You don't have to do that but it just maximizes how much damage I'm going to get on my exerted attacks as you get to the end of a spe uh, specifically seismic rise. Exerted so you're attacks. not resting your chin in your hand. No, it's, a, it's very actively playing, but it's also because of that and also just the way that exertions work. I, it's the first league I've ever played without a movement skill. Sweet. So I had no, I love leap slam. The idea of leap slam with, melee builds but the fact that leap slam exerts an attack unless you craft it to not i hate absolutely hate the fact that i would have to waste a affix on my movement skills not exerting an attack i think that's stupid off the top of your head do you remember where that's from that doesn't i i wouldn't know where that's from the craft i don't I'm not really sure is it is it harvest is it just your crafting bench i think it's just the crafting bench i don't think you have to do anything special for it but I just don't like that I lose an affix, a crafted affix to, you know, just that. So I got rid of it. And also, I, there's just too much going on anyway. I'm seismic crying, in, uh, intimidating crying, and then I'm using uh, ancestral protector. So that's kind of, and then I'm ground slam and vow ground slam. I'm sure people play it with one or two more skills. I have the space to if I wanted to, but I just don't. Like my brain, I got enough going on to keep up with like, Cry one, two, cry one, Val, Val. Like, it's just, that's enough for me. But the damage has been awesome. I love the size of Val Ground Slam. Like, it clears my whole screen. It's huge. It's and huge. And the damage is massive. So, I, I'm only into yellow maps, so who knows? I'm not really sure how well it's going to carry into, into red maps as I get going. But so far, it's been fine, and I don't have great gear. I've just got very mediocre gears. The, the, the gameplay has been a lot of fun. But uh, I do have some concerns with regards to ultimatum and also just other parts of the 314. But I, I, I'm really liking it. Good. Good. I got to say, I like your office. Looks good back there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it was good. But there is a lot, a lot to talk about with regards to this week in POE before we get into our conversation about ultimatum. So we already talked about 314 coming out. We talked about it was a brutal 24 hours for them. Yeah, it's too bad for them. Too bad for us. Too bad for them. Yeah, but you know, it it is what it is. Like it's 
and now it's done yeah it, it is it and i think we kind of talked about that last week where it was just like it will be over relatively quickly and we're going to move on and that one or two days is not going to affect you I, it always cracks me up when people are like well i got a bad start on the first day so i can't play the league it's like what, the, what are you talking about like why does the first day have to be so amazing pretty market driven people that's yeah for sure it's like not getting first pick in your madden draft nah, no and there were just some there were just poor decisions made which we're going to talk about in a minute as well on ggg's part so but there are eight patches this week which is pretty cool um we're already on 314.0 c we're not on 314.1 yet we're on 314.0 c hotfix 3 unless one came out since uh, we did the notes but and it had lots of really good stuff won't go through them but lots of skill fixes filter league drop stuff even mechanics changes like there are some really big things in there some even co-op stuff uh there's obviously some major glitches that got taken care of as well uh streamer priority was something that kind of just before we move on to the other stuff throughout the week because that was more server issue related uh did you see the article that they had on streamer priority well, it's so I just I want to I want to reference to we brought this up last episode. And what most people won't know is I took out a section which I've never, ever done before. I've never taken part of our conversation out of one of our episodes before. But we talked about the whole idea of this streamer priority conversation. And I made the comment that I thought it was stupid for people to be thinking that there was such a thing as streamer priority. And then we got into after and that Dark. GGG would be dumb to even do it. Yeah, that my comment was there, there's no way they're stupid enough to do something like that to allow streamers to bypass it. We got into after dark and I was reading a tweet from it might have been from Ziggy, actually. And it was in the in the if you listen to after dark, you can actually hear me reading it going like, oh, my God, there actually is. Uh, uh, streamer priority and so I, I wanted to take it out because I didn't want to come across as just this giant douchebag that everybody would be like oh you idiot they do they did take it out yeah yeah but yeah I do actually still stand by my comment that I thought it was a, a dumb thing to implement except I understand why they did it and Chris explained the fact that we pay people to play the game as sort of like it's it's ad it's, it's advertising it's, it's advertising for them and it makes sense that for those players that people are watching you want them to be playing and you also expect most queues to be relatively short. You just want them to bypass that so they're always playing. And I actually don't have a problem with that. If there wasn't a server issue, you never would have known. Never, never would have known. Not, uh, well, this isn't the first league they've paid somebody for streamer priority. It's this is long. Well, this is old news. It's just well, I don't know that itself. they've always had the streamer prior. I don't know how long they've had that part, but I I get the idea of we are paying somebody. We want them to be playing the game. I think, unfortunately, when the servers just took a dump like they did, it's too bad they didn't just turn that part off because I think it was unfortunate for GG as well as those streamers because some of those streamers didn't want it and it was making them look bad. And then some of those streamers were being, you know, relatively condescending to people about the fact that like, well, I have it and you don't. And I, which does, it's not good for either of them. But I also, when I was thinking that thought to myself, when he came out with his post, I was also thinking you're trying to fix burning servers. Turning off a streamer priority is probably not at the top of your mind to turn off. Like you've got other stuff to deal with. Great point. Like it probably, it's not like they're thinking about all the things that are impacted by this. It's shoot. We have this massive thing. And of course, they're going to forget about a lot of the other things like advertising. Uh, Bex had a funny, uh, not funny, sorry, that's completely wrong word. Bex had a post on Reddit about that mentality. So like at the time, 
Now, obviously, this is early into the situation. We thought the issue with the queues would be short-lived and didn't anticipate the entire day of server ruckus and other issues. As mentioned in the ta- in the main post, it was a terrible and hasty to dis- decision to kind of like pass over some of the other things just to focus on the server side. But they had lots to think about when the servers went down. And so, like you said, servers should be and were a priority. But it's hard to think about absolutely everything. And Chris said in his uh, in his post that it was something that they were probably going to remove. They weren't going to do going forward. And and I th- I actually so I one hundred percent understand the mentality of we're paying somebody money. If I'm paying somebody money, I want value out of that money. But the concern is then make your servers run better. You can't. It's not fair to the other players to go well. So and so is going to get on there because they've got more people watching them. Uh, GGG just needs to make their servers run better. Make your servers with less of a queue. And so I, I can see. I think it's smart from their point to just go moving forward. We're not going to use the streamer priority. And my hope is in their mind they're going because we're going to put a focus on the servers. We're going to try and make sure that this queue, which a queue is fine, but not a queue that takes forever. And that, you know, when you have servers that are crappy now, it does suck for people to have to watch some streamer constantly be able to get on and get further along. It just compounded the issue for them. So I, I think they handled it well after. I think the response in telling people they had to address it. And I think the way they addressed it was great. And going forward, I, I agree with what their solution is to that. And they like they they owned all that too, right? They, they came out and said that they, you know, they made mistakes and they, it shouldn't have been something that was overlooked. And they're, I mean, they, they really came clean and said where their mistakes were and where they weren't. And this is the second league in a row where they self-admittedly said the server issues at league launch were not appropriate. They thought after heist, that was the last one, right? No. That the three, well, they thought, of, oh, ritual. They thought after ritual that the server thing was fixed. And then, so this just presented a new issue. So, you know, it's not like they want it bad. It's obviously going to be a priority for them. It needs to be. It always will be. Otherwise, their entire product, no matter what decision you make about any other part of the game, crappy service, crappy game. So it's good motivation for them to make sure that the servers are working good. You know, you're going to put this much money out in advertising to have somebody play your game. Make sure your servers are running better because you've removed this priority stream thing. So uh, I I think it's I I think I think the way they handled it was good. Uh, Bex had one more thing to say in regards to that. Um, she said most people that were that most people who had priority weren't part of the paid campaign, which is kind of interesting. The initial decision to do this revolved around the smaller number of people who were part of the campaign, and for fairness of other streamers, we extended it to many of them as we could in a rush. But she specifically pointed out because somebody was complaining about very specific circumstances, of which, of course, the the person doesn't know; they don't have all the details, but. She says, neither Ziggy nor Empyrean were paid for their streams today, but they were given priority. You can tell who is sponsored because they have the hashtag ad in their stream titles. She said, some people were paid for tweets, like, uh, I forget who it was, was paid for a tweet, but not for their stream. So there's a lot of, like in the the marketing world, and as you're trying to advertise your product, you have to pick and choose where your money's going and who's going to get what. But they said they're going to fix it. And there were conversations about, streamers messaging Bex and being added to the priority queue as well so i think the idea of ditching it and just making sure your servers run better is the best solution 
continue to pay people to play it because it is going to draw attention to it. But uh, or you have like an emergency button that if the servers take a serious dump, you can just quickly turn off the priority queuing and then you don't have to worry about, you know, people freaking out. When we when we read about it, my mind just went to like, you can't be dumb enough to do that. But I'm also under the the thinking of like their servers are dying. So why on earth would they, why would that be the thing that they do? I didn't realize it was something that already existed, but it hundred percent made sense to me that they wouldn't go turning that off. It's not the focus. I, I see it from a business standpoint, but for me personally, my, let everybody just play the normal way. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, they're not going to people that are watching the big streamers that have thousands of people watching them. People aren't going to stop watching them because they're in a queue. It's just not going to happen. Like they're watching, like they're watching Ziggy over Imperion or they're watching, you know, someone else over someone else just because they like the the streamer. You know what I mean? And if they're in the queue for 10 minutes, okay. And then they're going to keep going or they'll come back in 15 minutes. Like I I like the idea of equality even there. The broadcaster is going to get their time and they're going to be talking anyway. Well, people, I mean, people who are successful in streaming are usually successful because they've got a personality. So people will be fine listening to somebody chat away for 10 minutes while they sit in a queue. It's easy to talk POE for 10 minutes. I think, thankfully, the general gist of Chris's post did not reflect around this one particular comment because he made a comment about by not having the priority queue, they were kind of just throwing money away. Which when I read that, I was like, oh, you should have just delete, just delete that line. Like when people are mad about playing the game, I don't actually think many of them care how much money you're throwing away. That you're throwing away money on a, on a, on a streamer to play the game. But anyway, I think the way they handled it in the end was great. I'm glad that it came after the servers were up and running because it was clearly what their focus was. Yes. And I am glad that they recognized it and even called themselves out on it. Yeah, yeah, you can't ask for any more from a company when they make a mistake and it gives you encouragement for the next time totally. as a fan. Mystery box? I saw it. I actually don't like them. Do you? I'm not a big fan of them, but God, his music. Seriously, oh, yes. every time. It's so good. The GGG's giving away the mystery box soundtrack for free. I want to, I think I'm going to go through and like all the free stuff. I'm going to go back and search for all the free music. I already have downloaded, you know, sometimes on your profile. They'll give you the free soundtrack for whatever, but all the stuff that they've given for free isn't all listed there. So I'm going to go back and get it. And then I'm going to just, I'm going to make that my broadcast music while I'm playing. The mystery boxes to me looked cool. They're like, they're all right, but they weren't ones that I was willing to, to gamble on because for me, it almost always comes down to the combo ones. And then that means you have to buy just a piss load of them. And they weren't worth it to me. Like I, they were all right. They just, they, to me, they were like the carnival ones. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't suit me. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that like them, but I I don't know what it is. I don't know. See, you you can tell, I like music, but I don't understand how these people can be so creative. His music just crushes it every Every time. time. And it's, it's always different. It's like, for me, I'd be like, the song worked last time. So let's just use it again. (laughs) I would always be going back to the. Some, I don't know. For me right now, I can't. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> all, definitely. And, and we were both just air keyboarding right there, by the yeah, way. Totally. What else we got? Crap load of MTX, the Apollyon Mystery Box. Oh, is that what is it? Yeah, the Apollyon Mystery Box, Brimmed Hat, Crucible Hideout. That's like Maven's Arena. 
uh, Maven map device, love map device and stash MTX, like actually changing your stash box. Love that stuff. And then Oblivion became a thing. Oblivion flame wall because they want to add it to a skill and then portal wings and armor. Bam. Uh, there was another showcase to fill in the blanks until more news came out. I didn't get a chance to check it out. I looked at them and they're always good. We say the same thing every time. I really like them. They're awesome. People are way more talented than us. Good job. Uh, yeah, we hate you for being more talented than us. High five. Yeah. <laughs> Low five. Uh, but awesome job. Bans. I do want to talk about this. Yeah, this was interesting. GGG publicly. Well, I mean, they banned whoever, and I'm sure they banned people often enough, but it does seem like they take it quite seriously. But this was a public announcement mm-hmm. for the banning that they did. So did you know, did you, do you know what the exploit was? I, I can't remember if we talked about it. Tell me about it because I will never find an exploit or use it. And so when I see, go ahead. The idea behind this one was they, people had found a way to abuse the survival version of ultimatum. So in the survive, cause so ultimatum has multiple different goals, kill mobs, stand in the circle, survival, which is just survive the timer. The timer's just going to run. And you got to survive the timer. Now, those survivals ones, you fight a lot of mobs. XP and drops are based off, obviously, how many mobs you kill. And what these guys had found a way to do was if you were running in a group, one person is in the middle fighting all these mobs that are constantly spawning while the other people stand outside of the circle, which stops the spawner timer from moving. The survival timer doesn't move anymore. And what ends up happening is you can fight a huge amount of mobs get the most disgusting drops and like free xp so wait the in they drop during the encounter once you finish it because it would get to a certain point where you were noticing that the xp was now starting to not go up so then everybody steps in you finish the encounter and i I can't even like properly describe the amount of loot that was dropping because first off you're already getting the quantity bonus of a being in a group but then you're killing like just a nearly infinite number of mobs in ultimatum, which has higher drops. And so these people were getting insane amount of drops and unlimited. So XP. they would get more drops because of the amount of enemies, like the enemy counter per se, enemy kill counter that they had. Okay. Right. And, and then wouldn't stop. when that instant stopped, then that's what determined how much loot would show up when the ultimatum Correct. was done. Based on oh, how many okay. mobs did you kill? So it wasn't about the loot that you're actually getting within the ultimatum selection screen. Correct. Correct. It was just, but, but the amount of stuff that they were getting was absolutely insane. I saw a video where it was zero frames per second. It was just too much. And, the, and so they banned them. And so they banned 20 users, a number of, I mean, the, obviously the one like that sort of drew all the attention was the fact that Empyrean, who's a streamer, was one of them that was banned and, and he's got a group of friends that he plays with and they play at a like way high level of team play and figuring out how to min max the game and, and, and so i have a couple things so they got a, a league ban so they're banned for the remainder of the league their characters will be deleted so that they can't go into standard and they'll be allowed to come back yeah they're not going into like a parent league they're just deleted Correct. that's they're just what being i read completely deleted now i saw a lot of different opinions on this one yeah and i know i might people are probably going to disagree with me on this one but I actually think a league ban is the fair ban. People thought that, oh, you should be perma banned for this. And I was like, well, so here's the thing. They found an exploit 
and they exploited it. And that's, I actually really have a problem with that. If you know that something is outside of the scope of what was meant to be, and it's causing you to gain something that you should not be gaining, you should be reporting it and then not taking advantage of it. Right. And especially when you're talking about something that could get you just that amount of loot and XP, you're nobody, nobody's doing that going, well, this is just a fun bug. Like, you know that you're doing something that was never meant to be done that way. And then why on earth are you doing it on a stream? <laughs> like what? That's the part that just floors me. Like do that when you're not streaming. Yeah. I, I, I that part just boggled my mind. And the only reason I could think that you would do it while you're streaming is because you probably just assumed it's not breaking any rules. There have been weird exploity buggy things that have happened in the past and and grinding your games has not done any sort of big bans. And they just patch it right they fix it they do whatever but so i i feel like some of these people were probably caught off guard with the fact that all, they're like well, what the heck you why did you pick this to do the ban for and to me that's why i feel like it's a it's a fair ban in the sense that it's not permanent and it's for the league but man grinding your games had better start to figure out some sort of line for what you're going to say is going to be an exploit that's a bannable exploit yeah versus like a bug that we need to fix again i feel like had these guys done it a couple times and reported it certainly not ever done it in public i can't imagine that anything would have happened from it apparently he wrote the bug report for it but i think the issue was that he's uh the specific streamer and it still did it over and over and over after the bug report that's how i understand it i i wouldn't know any better but apparently there was a bug report written by them and then they did keep doing it but ggg's kind of explanation to it there were a couple key words that they had in in their explanation it was a nice and short but um their decision was when you are abusing an exploit multiple times so not just a couple but multiple times and you're abusing it for your benefit that's what kind of will that they say we will ban you a lot of casual gamers or people that aren't as extreme as these people that broadcast for the for the thousands they get kind of nervous with that kind of stuff because it is gray like you mentioned they're like well how do i know that i'm exploiting it why how do i not know it's just sweet now in how what you described okay that's very thought out that's very planned that makes sense and maybe a lot of people that are it know or know of this but are kind of panicking or frustrated and angry maybe they don't know the details that go into exploiting this bug um but it it is hard like i'm to me i don't have an opinion i see both sides like i see okay well obviously they knew they were exploiting it don't do it if you're so caught up on taking advantage of the market or you know, being in control of the market that you have to do it, okay, well, you're probably going to get banned. But at the same time, for me, when a company brags or just is, is not bragging is not the right word, but they're excited that 313 was their first alpha since their first alpha. <laughs> to me, I'm like, I, no matter what the exploits are, I don't really put it on the gamer. Like there's a part of me that's like, okay, the gamer should know better because a casual player is never going to come into that circumstance. And GGG knows what these bugs are. They know what goes into exploiting them. So I don't think you're going to, if you're a casual gamer listening to this, I don't think you have to worry about, oh, shoot, I accidentally found 5x in one drop. I don't think GGG is going to be like, well, you did this, this, and this, and this on purpose, and it only happened once. We're going to ban you. That's 
they know what they're doing in that regards. And they definitely don't want to ban people, especially people that know how to play the game so well, because that's what drives the market. Like we were talking about advertising not too long ago. It, at the same time, like there's going to be exploits if you don't have a lot of test time, and there's going to be a lot more things to exploit if you don't. I think one understated part of this whole thing is how good QA is for them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, look how solid, even though some of these games are crazy buggy. Imagine trying to test this game. I would, I would, I, I, QA would be like the one part of the company I would never want to work for. It's so big, so infinitely complex. So I, I'm on both sides. They're both responsible, I guess. But at the same time, I guess it comes down to how complicated the, what is it? The, the glitch is. Yeah, and I think regardless of how somebody feels about this particular streamer, because I think that's what was spurring a lot of the negativity from some people and claiming that it should be a permanent ban is that, you know, he. Uh, the thing is, it. I think that's actually quite silly just because he plays the game at a different level than the majority of people play in it. And some people play it to min-max, like to the nth degree, and they have fun doing that. And that's fine. It lets people see parts of the game and ways of playing the game that you might not normally. Uh, so I, I, it was never, this is never, would never have been worth a permanent ban. That's absolutely insane. But I can understand where GGG goes, yeah, you know what? This is willfully breaking and using an exploit. But I, I honestly think even on top of all of that is because you were dumb enough to do it in the public eye while people watched which then gets more people wanting to do it which causes it to be even more widespread and that's where you get yourself into trouble is that you did it in public and so they kind of have to make an example well i feel like i guess in this case they did they chose to this was their decision was to make an example but then i go man you guys had better figure out what that line is now moving forward because what what is a bug and what's an exploit and is an exploit when you just abuse the bug? And is it based on what I get out of it? Or is it just based on the fact that it exploited the game? Do I have to get lots of loot and XP for it to be me exploiting? Or I don't know. So it just made me wonder, like, what is going to be their line in the sand to say, like, hey, guys, if this is what you cross, uh, you're, you're going to get in trouble. But again, I don't think this would even be a story. I don't even think they would even know had it not been streamed. It it was reported as a bug, how they figured that out, or depending on the bug report, I don't know. But Bex said that it was because it was public, that that's why it was a public announcement for the ban. She said, in this particular case, it was a very public exploit on YouTube and Twitch, and it garnered so much attention, which means a huge amount of people would be invested in the outcome, particularly the perceived impact on the economy if it wasn't dealt with properly. And so that's the reason that they made it public as opposed to. And uh, Chris made an emphasis, it was a very short note, but he emphasized to a lot of the doubters that MTX, basically everything you buy for your account, none of it's transferable. So it's not like their accounts get banned, they can make a new one and based on whatever customer service or whatever other exploit they can think of, things don't get transferred to their other And they account. can make another account. They could make another account play, they just don't get MTX. Well, or anything else they bought, their stash tabs, all that kind of stuff, yeah. And that makes sense. And that is fair. I actually think the league ban to me is kind of the good choice of what their options were. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it's because they wanted to set a precedent going forward that they'll actually maintain. 
You know what I mean? Because you know this is going to be something that will come up later. If they don't take a hard stance on something, you're going to be like, well, what? <laughs> You've made it harder now to figure out where is your line in the sand for what I can and can't do. So I, I personally thought it was a fair thing for them to do. There's no way that should have ever been a permanent ban ever. Permanent ban is somebody like wrecking the game, doing something that is so against terms of service that you don't want them in the game. This isn't that. No, this this is something you learn from. Yep. It's like, you, you just stop exploiting. You know what you're doing. Just cut and it you, out. You, you couldn't, if you watch the video of how it works, you didn't, there's no way that you didn't go, well, this isn't what was supposed to happen. You weren't supposed to be able to do this. You knew that this was outside of how it was meant to be played and you took advantage of it. And I just like smack my head going like, why did you turn your stream on? Just do it off stream. Now I'm not, I'm not saying you should exploit, but if you're going to exploit, <laughs> if you're going against the terms of service, don't do it publicly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, and then they came out with a post uh, a little bit later saying what they're working on. I like those ones. I, I I think those are some of the coolest posts they put out. Some of the issues they were working on, some of the upcoming bug fixes and stuff for future patches. There's I quite really a like bit. Them. Yeah, it is. And some of it's pretty serious too. Um, but yeah, there's even one of the, um, what's it called? There's a certain modifier that hasn't been enabled yet because they're, they found an issue with it and they're still waiting for. Yeah, it's the Razor Dance modifier. But there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of stuff with, um, that they're aware of with skills and skill interactions and even syndicate stuff and mastermind blood altar from the bestiary. There's a lot of stuff in there. So it was good. I, I always appreciate that they do that. Let people know that, yeah, they've heard you. This is what's coming. This is what we've been able to fix up pretty quick. But then there was, uh, narrative philosophies for POE too, the story writer. I think it's pretty cool. I still wish I was into lore. I can never bring myself to actually come down and learn it all now but uh i wish i knew it i wish i knew it so i'm excited poe 2 will be a nice way to start going through the game slowly and be like oh that's neat oh cool people that know poe 1 laurel kind of like oh that's awesome and i'll be like wow what's what's the connection but i'm excited for it anyway a new opportunity to go slow and learn the story it's cool to me that they at least take time to do this stuff for the people who know about the like lore is not my thing. I know it's not your thing. It's it's for both of us the thing we wish we knew. And one of these days I'll get around to watching some of uh, King Cat Noodles videos because I do want to know it. I just it's not at the top of my list of caring. It's just like it's in the middle. It's like, oh, that'd be really cool to know it. It's that thing on Netflix. It's on your watch list that's been there forever. It's that you know, one. I'll get to it. It's coming. Twenty shows, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. But then you just watch something you've already watched. But I do like that they show how it how it works and how they have to plan. And it is really fun to read. And when you have to think back about the fact that it used to only go to Lenaris Temple, like that was the end of the game. That's what the story was written to. And then they add more stuff, and they got to try and figure out how to make it all work. So it's fun. Yeah. So it was a different mentality writing a new game with a fresh history or a huge history already. Uh, but biggest news, saving this for the end here, 314 came out on console along with all of its core changes. Everyone could turn off the episode now. That was the big reveal. That's amazing. No, Man, nobody PC cares. Is, PC is dead. But nobody hey, actually, cares. this is related. Xbox came out with a kind of a big announcement. They've been kind of changing their online mentality a bit. Uh, 
you don't need gold anymore to play games for free on Xbox. So that's kind of that was interesting. You don't so you don't need to pay for your gold subscription if you all you do is play free games. And so the reason I bring that up is just because it's PoE. So now out of the thousands of people you know that play PoE on console, they don't even need gold. I canceled my gold today. Did you? Yep, I realized today because I had about 15 minutes and I got irritated because I noticed that for some reason I played I paid Sony again for that stupid monthly thing for PlayStation that I got like a long oh, right, time ago right. when I had to yeah. isolate. So I was like, what else am I paying for? So I turned off EA Access. I turned off Gold for Xbox and the PlayStation thing. Wow. So you have been paying Sony for years and didn't know it? Well, no, not okay. years. Just a year. Oh, this okay. Year, every sure, month. Sure. And then I just repaid my EA Access, access or whatever oh, it's so called. you still have another year to play madden with us i literally nice. renewed yesterday it was april 22nd i was like frick i have it till april 22nd of 2022 and your gold expires when because you can still join formula one july i think there's hope justin there's hope wow that's that's serious business you know you'll renew it you'll know you renew it now i do have a couple more reddit notes that i saw um beck said on getting priority the mentality oh so somebody wrote on Reddit and they wanted to they wanted to know from the sound effects guy. This is awesome. What did you do to get the exsanguinate exsanguinate sound effects? There now they had a bet with their buddy and uh, one of them the 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 poster was saying I bet it's shampoo out of a bottle or something. Like that's how they got the sound effect for exsanguinate. And so this person it just seemed like they were really excited. First of all, hi and thanks for the awesome feedback. It's been really amazing to see people out there in the community talking about our work. And that it doesn't go unheard. For the skill, I used a mixture of slime, liquids, and earthy cracks and crunches. <laughs> I also used some duct tape recording some of the rips. Twisted sketches and tears. <laughs> or twists, stretches, and tears. Mixed together with all kinds of different audio processing and synthesis to create a really disturbing but sound satisfying sound. And so this is Kane Bennett. He is actually the audio lead at Grinding Your Games. And he just got onto Twitter. So if you if you're looking for someone to follow, it, it's Kane the Sound Guy, K A N E is his name. But he's the audio lead at, at GGG, and Camille kind of like pushed him into the spotlight uh, through Twitter <laughs> and pointing out who he was. But he's the guy that does all of the sound effects and everything for uh, GGG and for Path of Exile. So follow him on Twitter. And then there were two more things. One thing I forgot in the stream of priority section. Um, what did they say? Basically, it was that having the ability for people to bypass queues was clearly a mistake. We mentioned that they said that. And uh, part of Chris's quote was, it's completely understandable that many players are unhappy about the, the bypassing queues. We tell people that POE's starts are fair playing field for everyone. And uh, we need to make sure that's actually a reality. So that was really cool. I, I really appreciate their humility for sure. Really appreciate their humility. Well, that was a that was a big week in POE, Mister. Have you noticed that they have a Maven and Conquerors tab in the world screen? No. Did you notice that? That's the um, you know, when you're like in the in I don't know you, I think it is. Mm -hmm. It's your quests when you're in your campaign. It shows you the different acts. Well, once you are in Endgame, I don't know at what point they showed up because I just saw it on my standard characters. But there's a Maven tab and a Conquerors tab. Neat. 
I, cool. I, don't, I don't know what they do yet because they were both blank for me. But as I start playing standard, maybe stuff will happen. Maybe I'll see them unlock as we start playing co-op. But that was kind of cool. I went unnoticed in the patch notes if it was even there. So let's get into some ultimatum. Ultimatum and, and the game itself. Uh, first off, why is there no veiled chaos slot in the <laughs> in the currency tab? What the frick? We were, we just finally played co-op and an first one I've ever seen. Up. Yeah, first one, and I go to throw it into my currency tab, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" It goes into the bottom <laughs> twelve <laughs> slots. There's not even a slot for it. What the frick? Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. The blessings after they redid the fragment tab, blessings still don't have a spot. Do they still not? No, blessings don't actually have a spot. The, like there? the things that look like sea mm -hmm. urchins or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, they still don't my god yeah so Frick. anyway maybe it's because now i obviously blessings are in the core game i think unveiled orbs they're not league specific this one did drop from an ultimatum mm -hmm. but if it's core i don't freaking care put it in the damn currency tab god take it out later if you don't want it yeah i wonder if it's a big deal for them to like have something there temporarily and then have it removed if it no. is temporary i don't know it's not. Maybe, I'm telling man, you, I yeah. don't know anything about coding or anything, but it's not. <laughs> it's doable. All right, let's talk about Ultimatum. What have your overall thoughts been? We did get to play today, which was fun. We kind of, we wanted to, well, we wanted to play some multiplayer endgame maps so we could see how the Ultimatums worked in a party scenario because we haven't done it. Yeah, by endgame, I just finished campaign. So we were in like T1 or T2 maps. Justin was very kind to dumb himself down for me. Yeah, we did some easy maps. It, the ultimatums were were fun. I, okay, let, I, I just wonder what your overall thought right now is on ultimatum so far. Me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big me. I yeah. Uh, why? Um, I'm surprised. Now again, I'm not all the way through. I just finished campaign, but I'm surprised how little variety there was for ultimatum mod selections. I felt like I'm choosing from the same pool of five over and over and over. And I don't like any of them. When I'm leveling, I don't want to deal with... I mean, it's not about what I want, right? Because the game, I want the game to be hard. But I, I, I can't move fast. It's a cluster of crap on the screen. Like, it's classic PoE. But at some point, I'm excited for whatever league that's next to be a lot less clustery. Hard, sure. But give me a few really hard tanky enemies, not a thousand enemies. So I have no idea what's happening. It's like the mods make no sense for how the game is played. I have a chaos cloud following me. Okay, I can't see it because there's a thousand monsters around me. There's this invisible, well, not invisible, but there's this spirit I can't attack. If it hits me seven times, I fail. Okay, I still don't even know what it looks like because the screen's too busy. You know what I mean? I can see the big lightning circles, um, but for okay, a bit. like, right. So they eventually are hard you know, to see because of all the stuff happening on the screen. So it's just one of those things where I feel like I'm choosing between five mods over and over and over again. And but it, uh, it they're not fun. I can't see what's happening. And so it's meh. And like a lot of the times now, it's even when you die, if you die in an ultimatum, you get sent to the beginning of this instance or the last time you came in through a portal, as opposed to just kind of rezzing at the the site and it's kind of like because you, you, once you fail you fail why i started the separate part of the instance maybe in maps that makes sense but i don't know i think it would be kind of 
it's frustrating because if I don't like, to me, the entire encounter is a big meh. So if I don't like the very first item I see, I'm moving on. And if I don't like any of the mods either, like I, I feel like I have a pretty open-ended build. The only thing I can't do is, well, physical reflect. That doesn't matter. Like I can do absolutely everything in there. It just, it's weird. Even like they encourage you to stand still in these circles, but then sometimes all the monsters are ranged. Well, if I melee, that sucks. Right, I got to go in and come back out, go in and come back out. And I don't know. I just don't think it's, it doesn't seem, I don't like it. I don't like it. So for me, I, I think the choice of mods that can affect it, I think you're right. There's a relatively low selection. I noticed it definitely got more as you progressed, but you do get to a point where you go, okay, these are the ones that are the easiest. So I'm going to, I'm going to tend to pick these ones the most, uh, you, this is by far the most clustery I can think of for a league. Well, you know, when I thought Ritual was, you know, a lot of stuff on the screen. Oh my God. When you start going with ultimatums and you're getting to the further levels with them, they just become insane where I know I can't see what's on the screen. I purposefully have a quartz flask so I can phase and I run, I, I, I run a circle. I am the best circle runner out there because I just run a constant circle and I do my combo. Cry, cry, slam, slam, cry, slam. So that's all I'm doing. And I'm even doing those. I think, okay, so that's what I don't really like about it. I love the loot. I actually think they've done a good job of the rewards, the loots as you build up. Sometimes they're not great, but they can't be great every time. That wouldn't no, make any sense. And then the, I, I do wish that there was more than just survive, kill everything, stand in a circle. And I absolutely hate the stand in the circle. And that being said, I don't play it where I actually just go and stand in the circle. I'm constantly still doing that circle. I just like slow down a little bit. Sorry, when I say circle, running in a circle, I'll just slow down as I get to one of the stone circles to get it to go Interesting. up. And then I'll move to the next one. And because I can't stand still, I, I, I always assume those circles kind of went back down, like, kind of like in when you're in Delve and you got to stand in one place. No, for those lights to go up and if you move then you got to go back and start the whole counter no so it does remember what you had oh, which is that's nice. inconsistent son of a b i mean uh, at least so it's it not bad I, but i that's what i do i just run in a circle but okay i i cannot especially when you get to some of the further levels of ultimatums if i get frozen or stunned i will probably die just because of the sheer number of mobs it's insane how big these ultimatums can get but it's still kind of fun. Like I sent you a picture of, okay, we talk, this is, this is sort of ultimatum, but this is also core and some of the nonsense with POE. They have clearly done nothing for calling loot because if you do some of those survival ones and you last a long time and are really good at killing a lot of stuff, if you hold alt to hide your filter, the amount of garbage that is on the ground is in, like, you know, when you come out of an Alva uh, incursion, and you see it do that circle of loot that mm -hmm. drops as it goes in a circle. When you finish one of these ultimatums, that's a big ultimatum. It doesn't even have time to do the circle. It's just a full circle just keeps popping up and dropping of loot. And it happens like five to ten times. So I think my issue with ultimatum has been, I do think it's actually meh. I agree with you. But I think the award side, the reward side is good. I think they've done a good job of balancing 
that risk versus reward as you go higher up. Mm-hmm. But they have done just the most cluster crap I've ever seen of just filling it up with. I, I don't think I've ever played and, that yeah. many enemies in one thing in a time. And you can at least run out. Thank God they made it so you can run out of the circle and be like, this was a mistake. I can't do it. Because uh, you couldn't do that in ritual, right? Ritual, you were just effed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's sort of my issue with it. I think I actually really like Ultimatum. It's fun to play. I wish there was more to do than just run in a circle because that is what I do every one of them. And I can pick the stuff because when you talk about the spirit, I know what it looks like, but I do not have a clue where it is to not get ruined. I pick ruin every time because I just keep moving. So it doesn't even matter. I don't get hit by it. But I could not tell you where it is in circle because there's so much stuff happening on the ground. The lightning one you talk about, like I said, it's great until you get to like the fourth or fifth ultimatum. No idea where it is. I have no idea where those circles are. Yeah. And you know what? I'm a big man, but at the same time, the it is just how I can't see what's happening is the issue, right? If you mm-hmm. had really tough tanky enemies, but only a few, well, not necessarily just a few, but if you just had the enemies in a way where I could actually see what was happening and I could control my circumstance, like me at least, and knew where I was standing and if I was safe and where you know, the major threats were like that spirit that you're not allowed to hit you seven times. If I could see that, I'm fine choosing from a pool of five mods. I'm fine needing to do the circles. Like to me, I just want to kill enemies. I just hate the guessing game. I hate like not knowing where this massive damage is coming from. I hate not being able to see like I'm I'm curious, like I have no clue what's happening. And I'm curious what GGG, what, what their idea is of a normal gamer no matter how long they've played, that's playing this content. Like, If you haven't mastered the game, who out of like the people that haven't mastered the game, who's having fun when you have no idea what's happening? I, I just don't get the, like, who are they thinking of when it's like, okay, here's a huge cluster of enemies. They're way harder than your normal maps, m- way harder than most of your map bosses. And we're going to throw tons of it at you. And give you all these restrictions that you can't see. What person that's put in a thousand or two thousand hours is like, yeah, yeah, okay. This is this is fun. And if you didn't, I think you couldn't. I don't think it. I'm really curious how people play it without some form of phasing or something. Because as the ultimatums get so big and as the and I'm killing quickly, the mobs die fast. But I will hit a wall of enemies a lot. It was the whole reason I went with a quartz flask was because I was like, holy crap, this will kill me if I can't phase through them and still be able to kill them really quickly. And it, it, I, I'm with you on the fact that I'm kind of tired. And we've talked about this. I know a lot of people disagree with us and it's fine, but I'm just tired of not knowing what's happening on the screen. If I hear that fireball go, like I know it's chasing me, I'm just going to keep running because I have no idea where it is. I'll never find it ever. It'll just go off and I'll <laughs> thankfully still be moving. And I don't know. I'm really happy I went Slayer because the leech is the, the thing that keeps me running. I can finish every single ultimatum almost every single time right till the end. It's not been a problem. But if I didn't oh, have leech that with insane your huge leech, AOE, it's that's got to be sexy. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I wish I liked it more. Like there are things that I do like. Um, I don't know. Some things I do like though. Um, I like having ID'd drops. We kind of talked a little bit about this when we were playing last Epoch, but 
and I know it's the design. Like you already know the item from what you're choosing in Ultimatum. You can see it. You can see the mod. So it makes sense that it drops ID'd. But I kind of forget about that. You know, I'm going through. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. All of a sudden, you know, you pass the Ultimatum, and it's like, oh, sweet, it's ID'd. Like you're looking at. It, like I forget that that's the item that I was choosing. I just see loot, and I'm looking. And I'm like, oh wow, it's ID'd. That's so nice and cool. And it's nice when you're going through your loot and you got ID stuff. It's already done. I like ID drops. I think they're awesome. One thing that was really dumb with our co-op was when you, I love the voting system and I love the co-op part of the voting system. But so we're choosing our mods, right? For the ultimatum, you pick, let's say you pick the middle one and I'm still looking. I hit the right one. You hit the middle one. Then you hit confirm. Normally we have a 30 second timer to make our choice and look at it. But as soon as some, just one person in the party hits confirm, that 30 second timer jumps down to 10. I had no clue for the first while why all of a sudden I was excluded. Like I'm still fighting, but I'm not getting any reward options. I got kicked out. I basically failed the ultimatum. I didn't even know the timer changed. So that'd be a nice heads up to have. But that's so weird to have a countdown that changes when one person in the party hits confirm. Give me the 30 seconds until, and then when everybody's confirmed, then it just, then it's done. I don't mind it dropping to 10 seconds, but it should become very prominent. But also, it was counting you out just because you didn't click confirm. You selected the modifier you wanted, yeah, but you didn't click confirm. That should be enough. It, I agree. To continue you in it. It's weird that you have to actually click the modifier and click confirm. And that little counter, is it stays the exact same size. It's very small. And it stays that even when it drops down to 10. So we had, yeah, times where Tyler was not involved in an alt. We had, we had to do extra maps. It took us longer to start the damn podcast. Why am I getting failed when I'm, why am I failing when I'm not uh, dying? So, uh, I mean, that's a little HUD thing, but it was kind of uh, frustrating. I'm the kind of person though, where I'm a slower player and I'm like, if one person in the party is just one of those like, click, click, I need more than 10 seconds to look right. There's going to be players that are more experienced than me they've already done the content they know which ones they're looking for click click and all of a sudden i only have 10 seconds i'm like oh what's this oh shoot what does that say like some of the explanations are huge it takes me 20 seconds to read a full one so anyway but uh one thing i really like about it is the permanent allocation for league Mm -hmm. items that you've chosen for the rewards like we play on a short allocation and we're really respectful with it but not everybody's playing with friends. Some people just want to play in a group. And I think it's really cool that the stuff that you've selected as a league reward, no matter the party option for loot, it's permanent allocation. I think that's really awesome. I wish I liked it more. I was really excited for it. I mean, again, I'm right at the beginning. Maybe it'll get way better. But my complaint about the league, I guess it's not even... I guess they did choose to make it really busy. But it's not a new thing to this league. It's crazier how much it busier extra they went. It's busy, it seems. It does seem extra busy, but not knowing what's happening in a map is old news with PoE. What about core stuff? Anything, uh, anything standing out to you now that you've been playing 314 with all the core things? I'm noticing a ton of rare enemies. I don't know if that's new, like if they just increase that percentage, but if I feel like every mob I get to, there's a rare enemy, and I love it. I love it because... One thing that I don't like about Dominating Blow, I think it's cool with Dominating Blow, but the the reason I don't play it is I don't get my bonus normal, uh, what are they called, sentinels. When I'm hitting a rare enemy, I have to have a unique enemy 
unless I'm killing a, a random mob type of thing. But oh man, so with my build, I'm just doing phantasms and herald of purity. Every rare enemy I have just boosts me right up to my full amount of minions. Oh, I just love how many rares there are. Yeah, I have maybe only a couple things that irritate me or bugging me about core. The the main one that stuck out to me was as soon as I got to the Val Temple, realizing that they did not actually get rid of allies can't die, that it's still on totems. I don't. Oh, I, it's uh, that was one of the things I was really excited about that they had gotten rid of it. We talked about this in the patch notes episode and we were like, wow, they did it. Well, but they only did it to enemies and I've run into enemies now that have the new one and it's just like a thing that fades off. But what, why wouldn't you also get rid of the totem? I, like, the thing is with the totem, at least I know where it is. Fine. I, it's easier for maybe me to target or get towards it, but it's still stupid. So just, uh, it's weird to me that they were like, yeah, yeah, totems are fine, but the moving mob, we can't have it on that. What, what if like, if you're considering getting rid of that mod of allies can't die, what? Who's arguing that it can't completely disappear? Like, what's the value of getting rid of it on a moving enemy? I can see, like, a moving enemy has its definite cons, but what's the value in keeping it on a totem? Why not give the totem... The same one. Right. I don't know. It was weird to me. As soon as I saw it, I was like, um, what happened? Why is Allies Can't Die still on here? And it wasn't the new one. So I think that, that was my first thing that I thought was stupid. And what if those two, like, what if an enemy with the new type of allies can't die is next to one of those with a permanent one? I have no idea. <laughs> well, then you're screwed. Kind of like the old way where if you had two things, it would just extend the radius so much. I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's weird. It was really disappointing. That's for sure. Yeah. I haven't been overly impressed with Harvest, but I think it's fine. I think they nerfed it relatively harvest? heavily. Yep. Oh, Harvest. Are we moving on? Okay. Harvest. Let's talk Harvest. I, was there an order? I'm just bringing up the things that bothered me. I didn't no, know there was no, an order. I, just, I thought we were on totems. So, uh, you know, well, that was thing. easy. Harvest is weird because there are times where you can actually get no craft on a oh, harvest. interesting. Which is odd. And they're pretty meh, I, which I'm fine with. I get that some people probably hate that harvest is as, you know, nerfed as it is. But it's definitely not what it used to be in any sense where you know that was where you were going to get your your big stuff so it's not i don't find it as exciting to go into them you get the three every time which is fine i have not come across any that were exciting to me yet which again i'm, I'm fine with i'm not complaining it's just weird to me because they went very heavy in the opposing direction right and uh and that but the one thing i do like is the the okay i like the lab enchant Oh, aren't those amazing? Enchanting cool. your items now is so nice. Can I just say though, GGG, please, just please add an alt option to show me what the damn word means. I get a glove enchant that says, does fire of something on hit. Let me see what that is. Yeah. I just, ugh, it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Tempest of ire exactly know you're right are, but that's but what there's yeah, stuff like that you have no idea what they do if it's on hit if it's based on this what element yeah 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 but uh yeah I, and then i they are, we already knew that they did it but i like the fact that they made it that you can open them with you can open a, a random lab trial with the goddess with the goddess but that you don't get one at the end i really like that yeah it's really cool so yeah, I, I was I really enjoyed getting through and doing my three. I haven't I've only found one 
one map trial right now, so I still need five more, but I really enjoyed doing the three lab runs. I, I Not true. I hate doing lab runs, but it was really nice doing the enchantments at the end. A lot more clear, giving you the option to between them, knowing what you're going to get based on which item you put in, which is nice. I'd never noticed, but um, you were putting some nice things in the guild stash for me, which you do every league. But uh, because I could see what my enchantment was going to be now, I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what Just put in the guild stash. And I'm like, there's no guild stash here. Has it yeah, always been have. like that? There's mm-hmm. Really? Oh, that'd be, I wonder why. Because that'd be nice. The only thing I can think is that people don't get to the the enchant stage and then get to grab an item from somebody in guild where they're like, oh, well, you could put it on this and then... Technically, you could kind of share it with somebody if you oh, didn't have an item to use that on. that would make sense. It's like trading with someone that wasn't in your... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. Now, I'm, I've am i only done white T16s on console for the example video, and then I've only done the campaign with only a couple Tier 1 and Tier 2 maps. So far, performance has been a lot better than Ritual. Not amazing. Not amazing. Um, like, when we're in a ritual or sorry uh an ultimatum together performance still like i can get some frames that drops down into some uh, rarely single digit but a lot of the times 15 to 20 frames per second but it fixes itself i've had a couple circumstances where like a big beefy rare will show up with a lot of mods slows the game right down two seconds but then it comes back up and then it runs smooth whereas with ritual it was just constant single digits like i couldn't play so like the performance isn't amazing but it is way so far way better than last league and i'm i'm quite excited about that it was nice to actually play and to be capable of playing yeah we talked about that today while we were playing and i'm hopeful we'll notice that on monday when we get some more time to actually like play some of the end game right for sure and like again i haven't gotten past t2 we've only done four we've done four maps in multiplayer so but if memory's serving me correctly, it's still way better. So mm-hmm. that's nice. And I mean, last league, there was that 10-second stutter. Every time, every like 10 seconds, I dropped to zero frames just for a sec. Oh, it made me so nauseous. And this time there's nothing. It's just when like when I see a smooth screen, it's just Duke 60. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, nothing new, but I love that corrupted blood and bleed are on the same flask. There's a part of me where they had a discussion around a rounder <laughs> oval table where they're like, do we have them on separate flasks? And whoever vouched for and said, no, the same flask, I want to buy them a sandwich. That would have been a nightmare if they had separated them. Oh, wouldn't it have been? But I want to buy them a sandwich. A nice, maybe like raw salmon sandwich. What a weird thing to offer someone to buy. Like normally people are like, hey, I'll take you out for a drink. Capers and cream cheese. You take someone for a sandwich. No, because it's probably that one time where it's like, hey, can I take you out for a drink? But they've been... An alcoholic who hasn't had a drink for five years, but it's they that can one water for some reason where it's like, yeah, okay. A sandwich. That's like a commitment. Like I got to sit with you for a while for us to have well, a you sandwich. You got to pick the right bread. But then if you have like the <laughs> oh, nice be the worst. cream, cream cheese, salmon and capers, Justin, that was when I worked at EA, that was where I blew my money at lunchtime. Oh, what a good cafe. Yeah, but you could actually eat real food then. I, I could. I still can. I still can. It's debatable. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm, I really like all the core changes. The core changes are awesome. I meh on ultimatum, but it's not, maybe it was an ultimatum choice. Maybe not, but it's 
it's an old issue that makes ultimatum meant to me. And that's just the, I have no idea what's going on because there's so much crap on the screen. Yeah. So my, my overall thought is I really like the core changes. I am the same on ultimatum, but I like it a little bit more probably than you maybe right now. I think the drops are, are fun still. The one thing I'm really curious and I won't know for a couple of weeks is does 3.14 have that grasp, that thing that keeps you playing? I know it does for you, but for me, I'm going, I'm curious how this works out for me and, you know, later on into the league because the league mechanic itself to me is not really grabby and I'm okay with that. I don't want something that's, you know, really hard every time. And so I'm kind of curious if maybe it will be a build that will keep me going. But then there's just this absolute drain of the act one through 10 that GG has still refused to do anything about that makes it so hard for me to go. Yeah, yeah, uh, I do want to do this. Maybe there's something I can do and then I can be back into end game playing. And and but act one to 10 just kills me. And it's really frustrating because I there's new skills that I think are super fun. Uh, Life tap. God, I'm so happy I found out about oh it. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Yes. But there's other ones that I want to play with and, but I don't want to do one to 10 again. So I, it's a really frustrating thing for me because I'm look. I'm not kidding. I'm loving the game right now, but I also go, eh, you know, maybe if I get tired, I might just go pick something else up right now. Like I'm, so I don't know. You know, I, I was going to save the, um, retention subject for episode 81. Uh, you want to get into retention now? You can bring up maybe a basic idea. We will talk about it more in the next episode. One thing that really became prominent for me when I wasn't playing 313 is I kind of rediscovered that GGG's competition isn't just ARPG dungeon crawling loot drop games. Sure. It's every single game. When I was choosing, okay, do I want to tolerate the crappy performance of 313 on my console? I'm like, okay, well, you know what I would turn on instead? a mobile version of Gems of War. I would turn on Dragon's Dogma. I would turn on Formula One or Hitman or Splinter Cell. Like, it's just what something I like. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing. And so for me, retention was just 100% the fun per hour factor. Sure. Like, what am I willing to tolerate? What am I willing to not? I love this game. I'm willing to give it so much benefit, right? I'm willing to overlook so much just to keep playing it and encourage it. And I actually really like the concept of this league, and I'm really hoping it's going to... Like, I have no major complaint besides the core issue of the, the clusters. So I'm excited to keep playing. I am curious about retention, though. I'd like to talk a lot about that next. Yeah, because it becomes an interesting thing for them because you don't have to just be the best ARPG game. You, you know what I mean? Because like you said, and it's the same for me, it's not like I'm going, well, you know, PoE is not doing for me this league. I'm going to go find a different ARPG. I'll go find anything. So it's tough for them every league to find that thing that holds people in for a bit. And they, they're they not stupid. They know they're not keeping most people for three months. No, they 100%. That's where their server issues are a massive blow in the gut. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll talk about more of that uh, maybe next week. We have some really fun episodes. I think our next month, in one month, we have two guests. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Sweet. Anyway, let's wrap up episode 80. God, 80. That's round numbers, Just. Who doesn't oh, like man. round numbers? Super, it's just circles. Circles everywhere. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 80 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. Dollar Wrecker of Days. 
Patreons, we will catch you guys in After Dark, everybody. Episode 81. We're going to be joined by a guest for episode 81 and 83. Whoop, whoop. If you're looking for more two individual guests, too. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. Pathofexile.com. Oh, jeez. Every time something happens. Pathofexile.com yep. is where you can find the game. If you're looking for us, foreverxile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxile82. If you're looking for GGG, they're at Path of Exile on Twitter. Uh, we have a Discord <laughs> link down below. You can join us and hang out with everybody on there. And if you're looking for Patreon or ways to support the podcast, you can find that information down below. Get access to After Dark. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Maybe one day we'll be on GG's website. The official Path of Exile podcast will be on one of those drop-down menus. I think they said you have to get to episode 90, and then it happens. So it's um, a race, guys. It's a race. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs>